0: Nobody is in this movie except for Doris Roberts, and we'll get to her role. She plays an interesting role. Um,
1: She's basically a rapist.
0: Interesting use of basically. She's a rapist.
1: (laughs) Well, Um, I only watched 12 minutes.
0: Merry Christmas, Pete. Hey, Merry Christmas, Deej. Christmas is the time to take care of people, right? Help the poor.
1: No. Do we No. Christmas is the time to tell the truth.
0: That's right. And so our friend Darren told the truth instead of helping the poor.
1: <laughs> God. Friend of the program, Darren Rovell, with one of his all-time bad tweets. And there are a lot of bad Darren Rovell tweets.
0: So Ezekiel Elliott scored a touchdown and then went into the, um, the Salvation Army bucket thing.
1: Well, first off, a huge dick move by the NFL to stick a giant Salvation Army bowl behind one of the end zones and expect people not to jump in it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Such an NFL move.
0: Right. Uh, especially like we're in the day and age of all you're ever doing. If you're the NFL is tempting players to do ridiculous touchdown celebrations because it's like crack complaining about the NFL being bitches about touchdown celebrations. So you put that thing back there. You are begging guys <laughs> yeah. to jump in it. So, like, one of the best running backs in the league, maybe the best running back in the league, scores touchdown, jumps in. Uh, Goodwill tweets out, like, uh, Ezekiel Elliott made a donation. Are you guys going to make a donation? And what did Darren tweet? He tweeted, like, not, not even subtle. <laughs> 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 yeah, like- Not subtle.
1: Not subtle. Not subtle. Salvation Army using Ezekiel Elliott to get money.
0: Right. Uh, <laughs> the responses, of course, were like, oh my God, the nerve. Can you imagine asking? Can you imagine a charity asking for money?
1: And then the best part was that they came back and they fucking burned him. They were like, we're trying to feed 86, we're trying to give out 86 million meals this year. No time to be
0: subtle, Darren. I, I love Darren we've discussed this i don't get it's it's one thing to not have a filter but like something has got to stop that a thought from being had and b your hands from typing it out right. and then sending it to the world.
1: Well, it's like the it's like the hurricane. It's pretty close to the hurricane Sandy thing, where the like the hurricane Sandy thing's coming, or hurricane Sandy is coming, and he's like, "Oh, I hope it doesn't get my man cave."
0: That might be the number one douchey tweet of all time yeah. because man cave is like a bottom three term for me, and hurricane Sandy jokes before hurricane Sandy kills people. Probably not uh, the best thing in the world. So we combine combine the two. It's like when um, when Toby says Are we going to sit Indian style, and Michael says it's doubly lame because it's offensive <laughs> and also not funny. <laughs> so that's our little uh, check in on Darren. Who uh, man, he was. Uh, he, he's been on a good streak. He's he straight retweeted. Pardon my take. Pardon my take. Ooh. Broke some sort of story.
1: Oh, is it the the goalie mask? Was it Scott Darling's goalie mask?
0: I think it was, and he just uh straight up retweeted them and then tweeted at them, I just re I st- I just straight retweeted you. Nice. So that's uh
1: I wonder I doubt it, but I wonder if he deleted the uh the not subtle tweet.
0: Uh I don't think so. I um I looked for it this morning. It's nope, still and, there. <laughs> so so uh some quick responses. Uh one person says You are so much the worst, and it is not even close to close. (laughs) So much the worst. That's the best phrasing ever. You are so much the worst, and it is not even close to close. Um, Let's see. uh, It's a fucking charity, Darren. It's their job to ask for money. How do you keep getting worse? (laughs) (laughs) Like, seriously, how do you do it? (laughs)
1: Uh, Rovell getting dunked on every Saturday at the Y, but he keeps showing up year after year.
0: <laughs> that's Darren Rovell's Twitter in a nutshell. Are you uh, a part of any sort of like Darren Rovell clubs? Like group I'm text or anything? No, I follow uh, Rovell replies on Twitter though, right? Yeah, Rovell replies is genius. I've got a I've got like a running that's group basically thread. a Darren Rovell club. Yeah, right. Um, I've got a running like group thread where either on email or twitter or on text when something bad from rovell happens usually one of us will put the other ones in the loop within like a minute and it's amazing um sounding pretty low energy today deej i am yeah am i really yeah i was i haven't had coffee i'm surprised that's one so i haven't had coffee but i've uh i'm well rested
1: i know you told me how how well rested tell the people?
0: I slept for twelve hours and fifteen <laughs> minutes last night. That is ridiculous.
1: I don't know if I got twelve hours of sleep last week.
0: I know. You, yeah. So I was like, I slept from seven p.m. to seven fifteen a.m. And you're like, I slept from two, 2 to five. 5, 5. 5. That's 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 usually what I do. And then once every like three months, I'll sleep for half a day. Um, well, it was
1: it wasn't like a I'm gonna I'm gonna treat myself kind of. 12 hour binge. It was like, I need this. Oh
0: yeah. Yeah. I was, uh, I was like hung over to the point of, I had a fever Yes, I got so hung over that I had a fever. <laughs> I, that's never happened in my life. I didn't I know that could like, happen. Literally dying. Yeah. I, Oh my God. I was sweating. I was <laughs> gross. It was horrible. I was just telling you, I, uh, so I didn't eat anything yesterday. I felt so miserable. I was going to order food, uh, just for the sake of I wasn't gonna eat the food. I was gonna order food just so somebody could bring me Gatorade. <laughs> <laughs> that is such a savage move. It would have been awesome. I uh, I didn't do it, but I was seriously considering doing that.
1: I uh, I think we've talked about this before, but um, there's a McDonald's down the street from my house. Okay, or there was, and it closed down. And I really, yeah, and I, the
0: one on Lexington. Street? Yeah,
1: and I eat McDonald's like maybe two or three times a year, and. I was, was going
0: to be very surprised if you if that had been any other word than year, right?
1: Uh, and I was inexplicably upset that it, it was gone. Just because I, I I don't eat there very often, but I like the security of knowing that it's there just in case I'm hungover, and yeah. I need, or like I want all day breakfast, yeah. And so now it's now it's like a I am very upset, and I need a like the closest McDonald's outside of that is on the other side of town, and I'm not going. I, I don't go to the side. You can't the, be the guy of, that
0: seeks out McDonald's. Right, I
1: don't go on the other side of town, like period. So yeah. why would I go there for McDonald's?
0: Um, yeah, uh, when I lived in Somerville, there was a um, there was a Dunkin' Donuts like a minute down the street, walking from me, and I didn't understand how my apartment wasn't worth a bajillion dollars. Just because the Dunkin' Donuts was Just there? Just because whenever <laughs> I wanted, I could go walk down the street and get Dunkin' Donuts.
1: Um, also an underrated part, McDonald's has pretty good coffee.
0: Yes, it does. It definitely does. Um, so we've discussed this. I am a McGriddles guy. Uh, uh, um, that's a that's disgusting. fucking gross-ass thing. But the good thing about getting a McGriddles is you can also get their coffee. And their coffee is... So you can is, get their coffee with anything you order. Oh. I didn't know this. <laughs> <laughs> <I, laughs> Blowing minds. <laughs> yeah, I thought that you had to get a McRiddles. Um, every, so the one issue with McDonald's, though, is nothing makes... So every time you get McDonald's, it's in your car, usually, right?
1: Uh, this one this one down the street oh, right, didn't yeah, have a drive drive-through. drive-through.
0: Yeah, you're right. Um, but most times you get any sort of fast food, you're doing a drive-thru or something. Nothing makes your car smell like something forever like McDonald's uh weed weed doesn't weed not stick weed sticks i think cigarette cigarettes stick well if you're right? if you're hot
1: yeah cigarettes stick more for sure to like everything yeah uh but if you're like hot boxing your oh, car will oh. smell like weed for like forever <laughs>
0: oh okay interesting um yeah, you go to McDonald's though, and you're just like, "Hey, sorry, can I just have like a coffee?" And like, "Do you have napkins? Can I just have some napkins?" Like, the napkins will make your car smell like potatoes for <laughs> like three and a half years. It's the worst, and especially if you keep clothes in your car, like some people keep uh, oh, like a yeah. suit in their car in case they ever need Not to wash a suit. Not good. Yeah, then you you don't want to be the guy who with a suit that smells like potatoes. Um, so that's McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> talk. Um, this is a, gonna be a, an interesting episode because we watched things to review except
1: we each I watched a movie yeah, and the I, other person didn't watch didn't the other watch one I didn't watch your
0: thing you didn't watch my thing also uh just laying all the cards on ha- the table I didn't watch my thing <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: we had we had a, we had very good reasons for not watching each other's yeah. thing so the first one is it's a movie called Merry Christmas mm. which is on Netflix and I don't I've ne- I'd never heard of it
0: I had neither. It was recommended to me by a friend who had seen it and he said, I don't know if it was an insult or not, he was like, I watched this movie and I thought this would be some movie that for, this would be a movie that for some reason you would end up like, having to see or seeing and then being like, oh, this is the worst when it's like, of course it's the worst. Right. And that was the perfect description. It's a really bad movie. I watched, oh, it's like, awful. I watched probably two thirds of it.
1: I watched 12 minutes and then I quit. Because I was like, this isn't worth it. I I like brunch a lot, but I'm yeah. not wasting an hour and a half of my life to watch this piece of shit. I respect See, that. the thing. The thing about piece of shit movies is, if it's if you know it's a piece of shit movie, or it's like g- it's a general consensus that it's a piece of shit movie, it's not fun to shit all over it because right. like there it's are a lot easy. of shitty movies. Uh, the the shitty movies that are fun to criticize are the ones that people think are good.
0: Right. Exactly. So we're. So what we should do is we should take shitty movies and, uh, like, overrate them. Like, hype them up real big. Up. Do, like, a Gigli appreciation hour. That's what we should do. Because, yeah, it's... I've... I, I was taking notes during Merry Kissmas, and then... Oh, I, I watched 12 Minutes, and I have, like, a dozen notes. Yeah. Once I stopped taking notes, I started to enjoy the movie. Once I was like, you know what? Stop picking on the movie. Just enter its world. Be its little thing. Or let it be its little thing. And... It was kind of tough because I wanted to keep taking notes because it is so bad. But it was—I'll say this—I had to leave to come and record this, and I was a little upset that I didn't get to finish the movie. Interesting. It's the most obvious. You know, within three seconds of the movie starting, what happens, but how it's going to end up. But um, does this even have a Rotten Tomatoes thing? Because I, I it doesn't I, have a Wikipedia. It doesn't have <laughs> a. I want. I tried to look up the summary. And there's not even a no one's even written anything about this.
1: Oh, it's on uh, it's on Rotten Tomatoes, and wow, it, it got a higher rating. So, how, what would you guess that it that it was rated on Rotten 13. Tomatoes? Thirteen. Nope, higher than that. Fourteen. Nope. Twenty. It's in the thirties. Thirty. 30? It's a thirty-five. What? That's unbelievable. And That's great. I, I looked that up because Netflix has it rated with like three and a half stars.
0: Oh uh, yeah, unbelievable. I, so- that's a chump There's, move, by the way. D- huh? Don't look into Netflix's stars. No, I I don't. Yeah. But
1: like, it's interesting that, like, just to prove that's the ultimate example to prove that like Netflix stars are garbage.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming this was not in theaters. Um, this was a, this had to have been like a straight to Netflix thing, not even a straight to yeah. DVD. Yeah. Uh, um,
1: it has uh I, in the 12 minutes that I watched, it had one person that I recognized in it. So
0: that's what I was going to say. There is nobody. Nobody is in this movie except for Doris Roberts. Right. And we'll get to her role. She plays an interesting role. Um,
1: she's basically a rapist.
0: So she's, interesting use of basically, she's a rapist. <laughs>
1: well, uh, I only watched 12 minutes. Ra- oh,
0: okay, so you missed the, you missed the next part. No, I'm okay. just kidding. She <laughs> doesn't, there's not like a...
1: <laughs> she doesn't actually follow through with the, the full-on full philanthropist. <laughs>
0: That's uh, Charlie yeah <laughs> Always Sunny. Yeah, pretty good. Um, so should we, should we set up the other movie too, or should we just do the Merry Christmas talk? Because I've got, I've got notes either way. Um, we can explain why I didn't watch yours. Okay. Well, all right.
1: So, so the second one is don't breathe. So we'll get to that, but let's yeah. just do Merry Christmas for now.
0: Okay. Christmas. All right. So, um, Merry Christmas. I wrote down a little plot summary. Um, uh, Merry Christmas is about a woman named Kayla who is engaged to a famous choreographer. No such thing. Exactly. <laughs> Whose run of the Nutcracker is opening in Palo Alto? <laughs> Ooh, cool, man! <laughs> <laughs> she talks to a Salvation Army Santa, calls him Santa, and overshares. She meets and kisses a man named Dustin, a baker whose previous relationships include getting sexually assaulted by Doris Roberts. Nice. That is my plot summary because I didn't see enough of it to
1: so that so that covers like literally all that I saw. Um, I wrote down that it opens with uh, the most lamest opening song and cheesy san francisco shots yes um and that the the male i don't know if it's the male lead character but the 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 famous choreographer looks like a uh combination of robert downey jr and uh the mcdreamy guy from oh
0: yes he um, had a lot of like things i've seen before yes yeah yeah
1: and uh he his accent was horribly
0: fake Oh or my god, i lo-
1: horribly overblown.
0: See, the thing is, this is the ultimate. I don't think anybody knows. We're not going to be able to find that guy. That guy doesn't have an IMDb page, I'm sure. Yeah, I don't even think that guy exists. Yeah. <laughs> Animatronic. Yeah. Um,
1: five minutes into the movie, uh, I wrote down why the fuck did this woman do this
0: movie? Yeah. Because she, she was like a decent actress. Decent actress, easy on the eyes. Right.
1: It, like she could have easily been in a bunch of other things, and then she turned it down to do. So that this is a good example why like the lead, small the lead is not always the good play for right. an actress or an actor. Um, so five, an- another five minutes into the movie, note uh, she's bearing her heart to Santa mm-hmm. and uh, realizing that she's not in love. Five minutes into the movie,
0: well, that's because she goes over to the Salvation Army Santa and she's like, "Hey, Santa," and he's like, "Hey, it's Christmas. Are you in love?" <laughs> right. <laughs> Who asked? That's that? a creepy ass. But she goes along with it. She overshares oh, so sure. much yeah. with him.
1: Yeah. Um, and then seven minutes into the movie, uh, the old the old lady from Everybody Loves Raymond <laughs> rapes a man in an elevator. <laughs> yes. And then my final note is I lasted twelve minutes. Nice. First time in my life I've I ever was lasted say, twelve I was like, minutes.
0: Can Can we not be the puck? <laughs> ah, no, we'll do it. Um, she. The thing about the sexual assault scene is that Doris Roberts, who, by the way, this had to have been her last, like, thing. Is she dead? Yeah. Okay. I think so. I need to check that. But I'm pretty sure she's dead. Did she die
1: before or after the, the husband? Frank Boyle? Reynolds? Yeah.
0: Uh, was that his name?
1: Yeah. Uh, something like that. Uh, no, Frank is, Frank, is, uh, Frank is his name and everybody loves Raymond.
0: Oh, it was Peter Boyle. Peter yeah, Boyle. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Peter Boyle died first. He died in 2006. She died in 2016. Jeez. Okay. Um, so I'm looking at the last thing oh, she did. Oh, man, that's in. really depressing if this is her last <laughs> piece of work. Let me see. Um, this is the second to last thing. Ah, good. That she did. What was the last thing? Uh, it doesn't have a title, and no. it was in 2016, hmm. but it was a television film. Um, so... There's this guy, this guy Dustin, he's a baker and um he's way too big speaking of oversharing. All he does is talk about how like his past relationships have failed. It's like, well, if you're a single person, then right. then all of your previous oh, yeah. relationships have ended. Yes. Um so he's big into that, but uh he, he's on an elevator and Doris Roberts who looks terrible by the way. Like she looks like she's just about ready. Um, <laughs> I didn't notice. Oh, my God. When they showed her, I was like, oh, is this, like, bad lighting or something? Like, this is Doris Roberts. She's an American treasure. Can, you, can we do some they stuff probably for probably couldn't her?
1: afford good lighting on this movie set. I
0: don't know. She looked very bad. But she waits on the elevator for him all day. And when he gets on the elevator, she throws herself at him and makes out with him. And then afterwards, they have, like, a normal conversation.
1: Super, super weird. Can you imagine if the roles were reversed and that was, like, an old actor? And it was a female chef on the elevator. Oh, uh,
0: yeah! Like yeah, just like this good.
1: old geezer trying to like stick his limp dick. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'd basically be the same scene. That, no, she is like it's she's a, thirsty, full on therapist. Yes, uh, it's not good. So uh, he, uh, so that's him. He's uh, he kisses. Did you get to the kissing scene?
1: Uh, no, where he kisses the, the lead actress? Yeah. No.
0: So she's running away from a store because the owner of the store is creepy. The Nutcracker one? Yeah.
1: Okay. So I, this is basically when I quit.
0: Okay. So I don't, why was she running away from, why would she run because away from that person? the person?
1: Because the Nutcracker, the person at the Nutcracker store. Oh, she was, was in, asking for an autograph? In love with the, her fiance. All
0: right. Um, we and should. And
1: was like basically hounding her for an autograph.
0: We should get into that because unless you're, uh, who's the choreographer, um, Darren something?
1: I don't know. The only chore- choreographer Darren I know, I don't know. Is that the uh, is that the dude who did like the pop Brit- videos? Britney Spears. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. He was a big. He was a. Fuck- he,
1: had, he had those like infomercials. Right. Exactly. Yeah.
0: He was hot shit. So when the whole idea of famous choreographer, which you correctly pointed out, no, yeah. um, that. That was nev- that's never been there a was thing. A,
1: there was another black guy too that I remember um, when I was younger. He had maybe it was uh, maybe it was the guy who did the insanity
0: videos. Oh really?
1: The uh, I forget I forget uh, who
0: da- I forget his name. Darren Henson. No. Uh, so Darren Henson, by the way, guess how old he is? I don't know. Guess how old he is now? Sixty. He is forty-four. Wow. Okay. Was he like nine when he was <laughs> right. doing Britney Spears videos? What the uh, fuck? Sean
1: T is the insanity guy.
0: Oh okay. So there is such thing as famous choreographers. But again, if your run of the Nutcracker is opening in Palo Alto, are you really... Like, people keep right. stopping and asking him for pictures and stuff. Uh, he's also, by the way, this famous choreographer with a very weird accent. He is a little baby man. Oh, he's the worst. All he does is wine. Yep. He says things like, Caleb, but I need you to be here now. Yeah. And he's, <laughs> uh, he's obsessed with Christmas. This... Is something that's introduced for no reason. In the beginning yeah. of the the they, they get to their hotel in Palo Alto where the nutcracker is opening, and uh, he walks in and he's like, There's not enough Christmas decorations in here. Meanwhile, there's like a fucking <laughs> There's a Christmas tree. Christmas tree <laughs> there's in a, a hotel fucking room. Christmas tree and Christmas <laughs> lights all over the place. And uh, this is one of those movies that it's just so poorly done that most of the dialogue is spent communicating stuff to the viewer. So, like, it's, there's not enough Christmas decorations in here. I well,
1: love Christmas. Right. It's like, <laughs> it's like we don't they know I
0: love Christmas? Honey, I know that you love Christmas because your parents never let you <laughs> right. celebrate Christmas. That was a thing. Right. His parents never let him celebrate Christmas. It was the worst Christmas. dialogue of all time. It was really, really bad.
1: Um, it basically babies the viewer being like, just in case you didn't get it,
0: right. here's why. Who's the target audience for this? Like because it's like dumb people, somebody
1: who's trying to literally knock out the entire Netflix catalog and is being (laughs) forced to watch this movie.
0: Yeah, Um, it's it's so fucking weird. Uh, So those two are engaged and he's being a little bitch the whole time. And she runs away from the uh, store and the owner of the store chases her, like, a mile and a half <laughs> out of the store, leaving her store completely unoccupied. And uh, so this woman, Kayla, runs into a building, gets on an elevator, and because there's mistletoe or something?
1: Oh, yeah, the, uh, the old lady hung mistletoe on the top of the... Oh so,
0: oh, so it's like a magical thing, we're supposed to believe. That, like, if they were forced to do it or something?
1: No, Doris Roberts hung the mistletoe in the elevator so right. that she could... Rape the. Yeah,
0: I, I know that, but <laughs> I'm saying, like, you can get on an elevator with a stranger as an engaged person, see there's mistletoe, and, and be, be like, like, no thanks. Oh, I, that, that's not a law. Right. right. <laughs> um, so she runs on, and, like, without a. I don't even think she sees the mistletoe. She just sprints onto that elevator and just kisses this guy. And then uh, they kind of leave it at that, and they get off the elevator. And they've come to find that he is catering her engagement party. Ugh, and, awkward. hate uh, when that happens. The man-baby Christmas boy uh, <laughs> does not like this guy right off the bat. He's like, I looked you up on Wikipedia, and you only have one year of experience. And, and why did you fucking hire him to right, your wedding party? <laughs> oh, no, he didn't hire him. Uh, her friend, who is also friends with the caterer, hired him. And when they go to lunch, when the, f- the friend goes to lunch with Kayla, she I've already says, lost interest. like, hey, <laughs> so how's your relationship? Are you still in love? There's, like, a lot of heavy, like, what's your love situation? So it's
1: <laughs> clearly, like, you, you guys are terrible together, and this giant man baby Christmas freak is, yeah. <laughs> is not right for you. So but, just double-checking, are you still in love with this but idiot? even
0: if that's the case, I... Would you say that to one of your friends? No, definitely not. You would, you would just say, <laughs> like, like hey, how's man, your relationship?
1: Hey, man, still in love with that freak? <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't say, hey, are you
0: still in love? That's a fucking
1: heavy-ass yeah. question, man. You're not prepared for the answer to, w- to that question.
0: Right. So um, they – maybe it was because I wasn't paying attention <laughs> because it was kind of hard to give this your undivided attention because it was so ridiculous and silly. Um, but f- over the course of the movie, it's assumed that, she's go- that they're going to – become separated uh he then invites no he, dustin's cousin who i'm not convinced is not dating dustin uh <laughs>
1: asks oh is that the uh, is that the chef yeah yeah in the first scene i thought they were they were like a couple and they're they were, like you're they like the, you're my favorite cousin
0: i was like well this is weird so that's <laughs> another dialogue thing it's like uh hey Thanks for the help. Well, after all, I am your assistant and cousin. Right. Like, okay, thanks. Good. Established. <laughs> now we know that. And uh, so...
1: She... They also... They use that... That's like the second time they used it in the first 12 minutes because... Right. Because uh, the fiancé is also the choreographer's personal assistant. She's like, I'm your personal assistant. And oh, right. She's like, sometimes I feel like more your personal assistant than your fiancé.
0: Both of which I am. Right. <laughs> um, so the uh, the assistant slash cousin of Dustin, and I know you guys are all following, uh, asks Kayla to come play with puppies with them. Which that assistant slash cousin is a wingman and a half. Yeah, like Dustin was in at that point, even though Dustin is a huge bitch. <laughs> Dustin is like little bitch of the millennium. Um, he. And she, so once so there are
1: any strong male characters in this movie, no,
0: no. Uh, another thing I wrote down, um, they, after they play with puppies, uh, Dustin and Kayla go out for pizza and here's the mark of a bad movie. The pizza looks bad.
1: Oh, there no. are,
0: are you aware of this in movies? Chicken and pizza always look amazing. It's a fun little fact. I know that pizza always looks amazing. Yeah. Chicken and pizza. Have uh, you ever
1: uh, have you watched Louie? Yeah. Okay, so in the opening sequence of Louie, he's eating pizza. Yeah. And he throws, he throws it throws away, and it makes yeah. me mad every time. Yeah. I'm like,
0: that pizza looks so fucking good. And I don't believe that. What Louis doesn't? Oh, Louis doesn't. Throw away. Louis doesn't eat
1: half of anything and throw the rest away.
0: Yeah, unless it's assumed that like he's just been walking around getting pizza from he's doing he's doing <laughs> yeah, uh, he's, one bite with two with <laughs> By the way, uh, one of my friends. Or made,
1: or it's just like a or it's like a a real like self indulgent like miserable eating thing for Louis, and then he realizes halfway through, yeah, and he's disgusted with himself, and then he just throws the rest away. Yeah. But he doesn't like he's not like I'm falling throw throw pizza away
0: right oh man no I uh as you saw during the Roxys eating challenge thing I if I want to I can just never stop yes eating. agreed yeah In, like a way. lot of people are the same yeah. way I think that Louis C k is that way uh speaking of one bite with Davey page views um one of my friends was giving me shit the other day. He was like, "Oh, you actually watch those?" He was like, "I, he was like, I get the premise and they're funny and everything, but I don't watch those." Every time he posts one of those, I watch the. entire I watch thing. it. Yeah, I think it's, it's like two minutes long. Right. Mm-hmm. It, it's such a simple premise, but I laugh every single time. <laughs> uh, the way that he eats it, the because he does the first bite, he does like a normal bite down the middle, <laughs> and then he like <laughs>
1: selectively chooses like random spots on the pizza. Right. And then he
0: does, his his second or third bite is always uh, like. Half crust and half, like, the part near the crust. Nobody
1: has ever taken that bite before. (laughs) I
0: think that's the funniest
1: (laughs) thing in the world.
0: I laugh every time. Uh, Anyway, uh, so I left off uh, with Merry Kissmas with... uh, uh, What's the the baby man guy's name? I don't know. Who Uh, cares? uh, So he says to Kayla that... uh, He's like, I need you to come here now, And she goes to the hotel and he's got like more. He put more Christmas stuff in there. He's got dinner set up and he's like, I don't want to lose you. You're more important to me than blah, 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 blah. And he says like, I don't want to get separated. Sleep on it. That's not much of an ultimatum or anything like that's. I feel like if you're going to do something like that, you got to be like decide now. Right. Or just like, yeah, just be like, I can't. I can't. To, like stand to lose you or some shit like that and it's just the most like blasé <laughs> like hey if you're down I would like to remain in this relationship and then uh, I turned it off and came here another thing uh, earlier he said to her, he, he started to do like the I don't want to lose you thing and he said I still love you and you're thinking like oh man do, should I feel bad for this guy and then he follows it up with ciao and walks oh, out gosh. so the, he's the most irredeemable character ever
1: Ah, uh, fuck this
0: movie. We spent way too much time on this movie. I'm, I'm, <laughs> Just... You know what? I'm super proud that we got that much out of it for a movie that neither of us saw. Pretty, <laughs> pretty impressive. Most of it was Doris Roberts
1: rape talk. But You're right.
0: <laughs> not great.
1: Um. So I watched Don't Breathe on Friday night or something like that. Saturday night, mm. Friday night. Uh, and so we had previously shit on this movie like while it was a trailer.
0: Yeah, because I th- I thought that. Don't breathe was not going to come back into my life, so I thought that it was safe to. I shit thought there on was it.
1: no way that that was going to be like a halfway redeemable movie.
0: You liked it, right?
1: I did. Yeah. Um, and so there, that's happened a few times where it's like I've literally shat on a trailer and then ended up seeing the movie and been like, I shouldn't have done that. John Wick was another one. The John Wick trailer looked like garbage, and John Wick was a
0: really good movie. I didn't see it. Um, the reason I didn't watch Don't Breathe is because. I would actually die while watching that movie. Like I have actual, real person anxiety. I cannot imagine. Watching... There's a lot of anxiety watching that movie. Yeah,
1: and I don't often feel that way. Uh, I I don't do horror movies. It, I wouldn't say it was a horror movie, but it was like a thriller. A thriller, yeah. And I don't really do those kind of movies that often. Um, but this was like a real, like anxiety-inducing
0: movie. That's, it, that's all it looked like. Like, I saw the, I saw the preview during, um, before the Purge election year, which, by the way, another reminder, we said this at the time, all of the trailers uh, of the Purge election year were based on, were this loosely election. based mm-hmm. on, what if Donald Trump was elected? The, the tagline was, keep America great, uh, and then Donald Trump got elected, so cool guys um <laughs> we're we're in for some fun um i saw the preview during that and i was so like i tweeted after like i hate seeing horror movies in theaters because it means you have to see scary ass previews and that was like the scariest preview i've ever seen
1: really i thought i thought you didn't like it because that's why we shed all over it
0: well i, th- I thought it was ridiculous that like these kids are like hey what should we do? I don't know. Rob a blind guy? That seems like a nice thing to do. And then he turns out to be the scariest blind guy ever?
1: Yeah, he's a pretty uh, disheveled blind guy.
0: It seems that there's very little dialogue in that. Is it true? Is uh, that the case?
1: Yeah, that's pretty accurate. Um, like, the, the blind guy doesn't speak very often. Okay. Um, but what can he do? <laughs> right? <laughs> Useless. Um, so there's, like, three, there's three kids who do the robbery. Um... One of them is just like a genuine scumbag. Mm-hmm. Uh, the then his girlfriend uh, is like a basically like the female Eminem. She lives in a trailer, and her mom is like a, a goddamn mess and an asshole. And she dates like this scumbag, uh, and she's trying to get out, trying to get some money to move away to get away from it all. Um, so that's why she agrees to. Well, that's why she basically like forces them to rob this this. Uh, blind veteran who came into some money uh, because his daughter had been killed in a drunk driving accident Uh, and (laughs) so he like settled for like a million dollar payout Uh, so that's why they were going to rob his house and steal the money Um, and then the third kid is basically uh, just a normal kid Uh, so he didn't really have an excuse so that kid's probably the worst out of all of them he didn't really have an excuse for robbing it other than that he was in love with the other girl.
0: So this isn't a video podcast yet. <laughs> Your face. Is- if it were, this would be this would be must-see stuff because you're saying this very like matter-of-factly. I'm fucking appalled by the part about they're robbing this guy because his daughter was killed. Yeah. So this guy doesn't get to have anything. He can't see. Right, he is. He can't
1: see, he, uh, he, his daughter was killed in an automobile accident uh, as a youngster. Uh, so
0: I know what we should do to him.
1: We <laughs> should take everything away should, from him. We should take the thing, the one thing that he has left, which is his money. And he, so he lives in, it's, it takes place in Detroit, uh, so he lives in basically like an abandoned neighborhood. His okay. house is the only occupied one in the entire block. Okay. So, like, they're really going out of their way. To fucking rob this guy, and yeah. uh, the biggest plot hole that I could find in this movie is that they originally ac- encounter him uh, while he's walking his dog around the neighborhood. Okay. Uh, so instead of robbing his house while he is not inside of it, they decide we're going to come back, go back later tonight, and then we're going to rob it, rob it, and while he's inside.
0: Are they? Are they? familiar and like up to speed on the the blind thing no because do they think a, that that means that like, like you can't do it's, anything
1: like, <laughs> it's, it's like super easy to rob them it's probably harder to rob a blind person and like go undetected because they can hear things they have heightened senses. Yes. heightened senses so that was my first question they were like <laughs> they were like we'll rob him while he's asleep like uh flawed strategy because that guy's gonna hear everything and they're fucking loud when they go in there
0: So my question is and I'm sure you're gonna get to this is this guy a good guy? No oh okay so I as you start to, to tell this to set this up, I was like, oh fuck so maybe he so he's just protecting his house and he's
1: uh, he's he's not like
0: he's definitely crazy. he has like
1: reasons and stuff, but like he is like a real kind of crazy person. Mm. So, it, it, like by the end of the movie, you're kind of rooting for the 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 kids. Okay, but you know I, they, they're both still like they're both still like they fucking blindly approach robbing a blind guy. Yes. So not really any good people in this movie.
0: So is it just a lot of them creeping around and like him jumping what what's happening that makes you so anxious
1: uh yeah there's a lot there's a lot of them like trying to go undetected mm-hmm. in the uh in the house and then at one point he wakes up and they like put him they like put him back to sleep because like so like one of the kids sneaks into his room And he like wakes up while the kid's in his room, but he can't tell if anybody's there, or if he just like woke up in the middle of the night for no reason. Yeah. So he's like staring at him, but he can't. He doesn't know if he's like if he's actually there. Uh, And then the kid like smokes him out with like a thing that is supposed to put him to sleep. Okay. (laughs) He like carries in some bottle and it releases a smoke that's supposed to like knock this dude out. Okay. Uh, And then like after that after he like releases the smoke they he walks downstairs like all right we're good we can be as loud as we want and they're just like fucking being super loud and i'm like no no why wouldn't you still be quiet right yeah
0: <laughs> like not that there would be you said that no one's on this block like what if the cops happened to be driving <laughs> right. by or something like that or just like just lower
1: keep your chances as low to be caught as possible also I'm
0: picking my nails like crazy even just as you're explaining <laughs> this movie to me uh, so yeah
1: then then like he comes downstairs and he has a gun and like he's he's like detecting them by like their their movements and stuff and it's just like a really like high when he when he wakes up and finds that they're there it's high anxiety the oh. entire time God.
0: I uh I'm so glad. And then at
1: He's one sure. point he like cuts the lights and a portion of the movie is shot in like night vision. So
0: that's so that's what I remember from the trailer. There was like a lot of night vision going on. Yeah. So it's like not necessarily Blair Witch, but like just like dark shit going down.
1: Right. Yeah. And that was very uh that's very creepy. Um uh, and then like also his so his house is like in complete lockdown. He's very paranoid. Okay. Uh so he has like all the windows blocked. All like bars on the windows. Uh, once he finds out that there are people inside, he further barriers, things, <laughs> and like is like drilling fucking plywood into windows and shit. And uh, so like that's the big thing. It's like, oh, how do we get out? Because like at at, at that point, like they could easily just fucking run out the front right. door. Yeah. Um. So that's like the big the big debacle in the entire movie. Uh, is like how do we get out of this place? And that's like, that's, like, one of my biggest fears is being fucking trapped somewhere.
0: Yeah, yeah, being trapped sounds horrible.
1: Right. Um, and so, but throughout the course of the movie, there are, like, a couple plot holes where you're, like, mm, I would have been able to get out there. Mm. And, like, there's one point where they're trapped in a room, um, and they're, like, looking for a way out. Uh, and there's, like, the, there is like bars on the windows and stuff. And then, like, the girl eventually, like, crawls through, like, a air duct. Okay. So It's like real claustrophobic like air duct thing. And then like a do- the dog comes in and the kid falls out a window. <laughs> and I'm like, if you could fall out the window, then why don't you jump out the window right. and run away?
0: Jesus. And
1: there's there's some plot holes here. It's not a perfect movie, but it's, it's it's pretty good. I liked it.
0: Uh what ends up happening? What's the end? Let's let's spoil. We spoil it. Oh man. I won't be seeing it.
1: All right. Well, we're going to spoil it for anybody who Wants to see it. Uh, it turns out the guy could see the whole time. <laughs> no. Uh, so, plot twist. He has the, the woman who killed his daughter in the, uh, the car accident. He has her tied up in the basement. And he uh, had impregnated her because she had taken his daughter from him. So he, oh. he felt that she was indebted to give him a new one. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, oh. <laughs> like halfway through the movie, uh, the he accidentally kills the the woman who is pregnant with his child because he is just shooting at anything that moves at this point. And the the kids are trying to free this woman because now that all of a sudden they have a moral compass. After trying to rob a blind right. guy, they're like, "Oh, we have to save this girl now." It's the right thing, right? So they uh, they actually they accidentally end up getting her killed uh, <laughs> because he shoots her, and then after that, uh, he gets the blind guy gets a hold of the the girl, uh, gets his hands on her, ties her up, and uh, he. Since she got hit, uh, since he got, this guy is big <laughs> <right>? on people <laughs> owing him babies. Right, <laughs> so now this, this girl owes him a baby. Uh, and so he's not a rapist, so he's not going to fuck her. He has a, a jar of his own semen frozen in his freezer, so he thaws it out by putting it on the stove and using a turkey baster. To suck up his semen, and he's going to stick it in her her, her vagina and impregnate her. Uh, so that doesn't end up working out because she gets saved at the last second by one of the kids, uh, who basically kicks the shit out of this dude as he's about to turkey. Base I was going this chick. to say,
0: like, when he's doing this as a blind guy, isn't anybody just like tripping him or something?
1: So they, it's believed that the the other two kids are dead at this point. And oh. so the girl's the only one left. Oh uh, like one of the kids dies. Fucked. One of the kids dies like five minutes into the movie. Is
0: it the nice kid? <laughs> nope. Or is it the douchebag <laughs> oh, kid? Yeah. Nice.
1: That was the most predictable thing of all time. Okay. Uh that he was just gonna die immediately because he's too fucking cocky.
0: Okay. Um
1: so he dies immediately. Uh then it's just the two of them. Uh, and then this kid saves the girl from being turkey basted. Um <laughs> <laughs> And then, uh, as a punishment, the girl takes the turkey baster and fucking jams it in the blind guy's mouth. And then there's, like, a scene where he's just, like, regurgitating his own semen. Oh,
0: my (laughs) God. What the fuck? How were you just, like, calmly explaining this movie when you're sitting on... This fucking treasure trove. Well, I didn't want to spoil it. The but most th- fucked up th- right, shit all <laughs> time. I of didn't want to spoil time. it, but
1: this is the best part of the movie. <laughs> that uh, is... So then, like, they're faced with the decision that uh, the girl can either keep the money and, uh, like, forget about this and leave it all behind and start a new life, or she can kill kill this man yeah. uh, and then like face the consequences that might come with it Yeah, uh, they, they ultimately so they tie him up like in the same harness that he kept the, both girls in uh, they tie him up they decide not to kill him poor decision couldn't see that coming back to haunt them uh, he gets a free and as they're about <laughs> to walk out. This guy
0: up, is resilient. <laughs> and,
1: right. For a blind guy, he really finds his way through life. <laughs> yeah. uh, so as they're walking out the front door, he shoots the the innocent kid in the back. Well, not the innocent kid, but like the good kid. Yeah. He shoots the kid in the back, kills him. There's like eight different points in this movie where you think it's over. And then like they just keep coming. Wow. Uh, so at that point, she runs out the front door and like starts sprinting down the street. And she's like, ah. I'm free. And she, like, even yells back to the blind guy. She's like, nothing you can do now. Oh, She's like, you're useless out here. And then all of a sudden he just releases his dog. Oh. (laughs) And his dog fucking chases this girl down the street. Uh, She hops over a fence, looks like she gets away. Uh, She gets to the car that they left, like, a block away. Uh, She gets in the car, um, or she's about to get in the car, and then the dog comes barreling around the corner. And the dog rips the the backpack off of her before she can get in the car, so she's in the car now. But the bag with all the money is just outside, where the dog is also there. Uh, and then she, she eventually finds a, a way to trap the dog in the trunk. She gets the bag of money, and then she gets knocked out by the old man who finds her.
0: Oh, <laughs> and then is that how it ends? No, and then, oh my
1: god! So and then uh, she uh, gets. So that's when she gets. I think that's when she gets brought back. I don't know. And then at, at some point, she eventually knocks a dude out, calls the police, and runs away. And so the guy gets... Uh, at the end of the movie, she ends up getting away with the money, uh, and they the guy turns... The, the police and the media turn the blind guy into a sympathetic figure. They're like, oh, he got robbed by some teenagers, and he's a blind war veteran. Uh, he was able to kill... Two of them on the premises fighting, defending his house. Um, but like, but he, he he's going to be okay. It looks like he. It looks like she kills him, but he ends up being okay. Um, and then I just I don't understand how like he's painted as a sympathetic figure. Like, did they not investigate his house where he has uh, like a, a harness and like basically one? like right <laughs> a harness and like the woman who killed his daughter like they didn't investigate this scene at all they would have found out that there was the woman who uh was pregnant who killed his his fucking uh daughter and then there's like a sex den in his basement with like a fucking harness and there's just like a
0: lot of creepy shit that would have been investigated as soon as that woman goes missing they're like oh that the guy that hates her right, took her, right? right. like that's like, they just go to his house and they probably find her and right that's it
1: she had been gone for at least nine months and nobody thought to investigate this guy so she was like oh no so she, not nine months but like she was like she was along. oh yeah
0: i was, I was gonna say she, so was, she was like, like four or five ready six, to go yeah yeah getting there um that is unbelievable it's a
1: strange movie it's a very strange movie but it's it's good i kind of like this uh this format what? It, me, explaining movies to one another?
0: Yes, <laughs> we've done everything with movies. <laughs> we've we've sang their praises. We've buried them. We've eviscerated them. But uh, I really like just watching movies and then telling the other one just kind of how it works out. Um. Saves a lot of time. Why would we? If we can got, watch double the movies, exactly. <laughs> if we've got two hours to spend, we can watch two movies.
1: That's it's pretty good. Pretty good logic right there. All right. Um, speaking of singing and movies, we should oh, see I Sing re- this week. So
0: you texted me. It was after seven o'clock though, yeah, so I didn't true. respond. Um, I've said for a while that I want to see Sing. I want to see it so badly. We're yeah, going to see that Thursday right for sure. Yeah. So
1: here, here's what I think that we should do. Someone actually DM'd me yesterday and said, "Please tell me you're planning on doing a brunch episode of Sing." Nice. Um, so Friday. Friday, we were originally planning on it being like our Christmas spectacular. Oh, fuck. Right. We (laughs) were. So I don't know if that's... That's probably going to happen. We'll figure out a way to make it happen. Yeah. Um, But here's what we can do. Because we're going to be fucking busy all week and Monday's going to probably be be a disaster. Um, uh, We should see Sing on Thursday, record two episodes on Friday... The Christmas Spectacular and then the sing episode and then we just release Sing on Monday.
0: That's actually a good idea. Um, we used to do that back in back before we had a schedule we, and we felt that uh, we, we weren't doing it often enough. We would uh, just like knock out two episodes in a day. We did the uh, actually we, we released the Bieber and Hot Guys episode the same day, right? No, we uh, oh, we kept we it, we, it kept,
1: we spaced it out, but we recorded that in like the same session,
0: which is funny. But so like, basically, it, that was with Feidelberg over Skype. So just like he spent like three hours of one of his days <laughs> just <laughs> like on fucking Skype with. Actually,
1: us. Actually, the the Bieber episode was only like thirty minutes. Oh, I don't okay. Know if, you, if you remember, that's when we were trying to keep them like really short. Like, that's right. Short.
0: Yeah, that's true. Um, I still love the forty forty to fifty minute apps are still pretty fucking brilliant. Okay, well, um, yeah, we'll you'll hear some fucking great Sing takes on Friday. Sing sing is going to be a mo- oh, on what? Monday. Oh,
1: gonna, right. Because we're going to see it on Thursday.
0: Okay, yeah. Um, so no matter what, I'm going to like, what's that? Farting. Ugh. <laughs> we're not a farting podcast. We are now.